Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Well, obviously, it's great to be uh, still doing these press conferences on Mondays with games in front of us. Uh, like I said, on Friday night, couldn't be more proud of uh, a group of guys, you know, coming out and just uh, attacking uh, an opponent like we did. I think, you know, offense, I know it took us a couple series, but you know, defensively, we got after them from the get-go. Special teams had a huge uh, factor in that game, and we didn't we didn't relent, and, and you know, that was uh, the type of game we needed to play, and we we played it, and, you know, now we have a obviously a real tall task in front of us you know, going to Brookings, South Dakota, to play the top seed in South Dakota State, who obviously we played last year and have a great deal of respect for. Um, I think both teams are very similar to last year. Um, not a lot of uh, differences in how we probably want to do things. So, you know, it'll be a great matchup, and that's, that's the way – they should be this time of year when you're down to four teams. Um, you know, I didn't uh, on a Friday night thank sports facilities and the community again. Uh, I mean, the, the field was as playable as it possibly could be. And, um, you know, the commitment by so many to get out there and clean it up and, and time after time. And we hope they have to keep cleaning that field out for, for a while longer here. So I want to make sure I thank thank them. And um, anyways, we're on to the next one. So I'll start to open it up. Um, to your point, um, you know, it's such a great game in all phases for you guys. Where do you go from here and when you face South Dakota State this weekend? Well, it's not like you don't flip the tape on and see things you need to correct. I, I think, you know, that's where you start. Um, and then you just, uh, you know, we came out of that game uh, as healthy as we've come out of a game as long as I can remember. Um, so you just raise the bar and, you know, um, going on the road is a challenge. Um, obviously, we haven't. I had to do that in a few weeks now, but no, I think we just you raise the bar and understand that uh, you know, South Dakota State offense, defense, special teams is a really good team, and and we have to play, you know, whatever our best is. That's what's have to going to have to be. So just uh, keep demanding more. It's not like we need to reinvent the wheel or anything, but we need to keep demanding more of our guys. Um, going undefeated at home again another season. I guess just your thoughts on that. Well, it's it's certainly what we want it to be. I, I think. Uh, you know, our home field advantage, um, our crowd, our elevation, you know, um, should lend itself to to having a good record at home and, and being able to maintain, uh, you know, undefeated now, undefeated record two years in a row. You know, I think that's that's definitely where we want to be. And I know the schedule this year um, was, was challenging at home and to get through it unscathed. Um, you know, I think it's something that, uh, that, that we want to live up to every year, you know, and obviously to have three home playoff games would be idea. Uh, we only have two this year and we got, we took full advantage of them and um, yeah, it's, you know, 20 wins in a row that that doesn't happen by chance. You know, I, I think I've said it before. I mean, the first thing you better have good players. And I think we do have that, but, but our crowd uh, week in, week out, uh, it's just been amazing. And uh, you know, I think our guys feed off of it, but then it, uh, the problems it creates for the other teams is, is something to behold too. So, you know, we'll look forward to 
gold rush next year, the next opportunity to play in front of them. Yeah, and you mentioned the similarities between these two teams mm-hmm. um, last year. It, how much will that experience of last year's playoff run kind of help um, in the semifinal match? Well, you mean just playing them? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it, it, it's certainly uh, the familiarity, I think, can help both teams. Um, you know, anytime you have a game to uh, call upon where you've played a played a, uh, the same opponent, I, you know, whether it's within a season or one year to the next, I think you, that's a, definitely a place you start. Um, you know, what what we did well, what they did well, uh, you, you try to play, you know, even the chess game within that. So I think it gives our guys a sense for who they are, too. I, You know, that was a 14-point margin. That was a really close game. You know, we ended up scoring twice in that second half. Um, but, you know, the margin of victory, I don't think – was a 14 points. It just, that's the way the score ended up. It was a really tight game uh, as far as physicality uh, um, and all those things. So, no, I think it, it, you know, it doesn't give either one of us an advantage, but I think it helps both teams prepare. You feel like the, there have been struggles on the road or is it kind of just a combination of factors that just made some of those games closer than uh, you would have liked? Yeah, you know, you, you could look at the – the start we had in Greeley um, where they made some plays we didn't. Uh, you can look at the fast start in Northern Arizona where we get up real quick, 17 nothing, and they just continue to make plays. Uh, you know, Eastern, the team we played in Eastern compared to where Eastern ended up, uh, probably two different things. Uh, we had opportunities in that game to to open up. I think I think we've played better regardless of, of where we would play lately, and that's what we want to be. I think we're a better team now we play at home or away now than we were um, end of September, beginning of October. I think we're a lot better team right now. And that's really what we aim to be. We kind of we withstood some things through that stretch and we found ways to win win games. And you know, uh, I think that's part of a, a season like we've had. You're going to look back and we've won 12 games and not all those 12 things, 12, 12 wins were masterpieces by any means. But you find a way to win and then you don't even worry about so much what teams were close and what margins were and, and those type of things. So I think in the here and now we're playing well and that's, that's what our biggest concern. And, and, you know, going on the road, um, you have to have a team that's got maturity about itself. Um, you know, is, is, you know, I look in, okay, it's going to be really cold. We played three games now below freezing. So it's going to be cold and it's in all that, but it's not like our first time doing that. Um, you know, some of our guys have played, um, I think over in Brookings a few years back, they were young, but a few guys, so there's a little bit of familiarity with the, the, the stadium, those type of things. So no, it's, it's more challenging, but I don't, I don't, I think it was, those scores were for a lot of reasons. And having the Cal Poly game be your last road game where that was pretty dominant the whole way. I mean, is that how much, I guess, confidence or. Yeah, I think, I think, I think we would gain more confidence in how we played probably even since then, you know, as we've, gotten playoffs and stuff so no I think we gotta you know as you go through the course of the season and you've now you've been on the road this will be our sixth time I think you know as a as a team you become more adept and more mature as the season goes along typically those early road games um, with a team that's got a mix of old and young is more challenging you know and we're at the we're obviously at the tail end here so you know I'm confident that going on the road will not be a thorn on our side. And then, so I say, obviously the big storyline is best rushing offense versus their best rushing defense. What do they do especially well on the rush defense? 
Well, I think, first of all, they're very principled. Uh, they have a good scheme. Uh, their guys play within that scheme really well. You don't see um, a lot of plays. You're like, well, they got two guys in this gap, or they you know, they busted this or busted that. Um, so then beyond that, they have good players, and they play really hard. I think up front, they get off blocks really well. Uh you know, they play a lot of guys uh, in their front, which keeps those guys fresh. Um, but I think they just uh, – they're they're relentless. And, you know, uh, at the same time, they don't they don't give up a lot of big passes because they're over-aggressive either. You know, they, they have a good sound scheme. It's, it's very similar to ours. Um, but they, uh, you know, this year have played extremely well. No different than how they had played coming in that game last year. I think uh, their, their numbers probably are a little bit better, but I think it's a very similar look to what we felt, you know, coming in the game last year. Is there anything on that defense that sticks out to you on game film that you can Yeah, I think, oh, I think up front, um, Winkleman and Sanders are the, probably the guys, but then you keep, you know, I keep looking up numbers because they do play a lot of guys. So there's, you know, it's not like there's this drop off. I, I think some teams we've faced had a really good first kind of wave they would throw at you. Then the, as they substituted, it was quite a bit different. I don't see that with these guys. Um, their linebackers are, are are good players. Their safeties are aggressive. They they really tackle well. So it's, uh, you know, uh, a team that stops to run, it's about the front seven, and that's, you know, where it starts. And that's, you know, that's them playing probably uh, 12, 13, 14 guys at those seven positions. So, uh now they have good players that uh they to me they seem uh, extremely disciplined and then they play super hard um you know so our effort level our physicality has to be um as good as it's been there's a lot of things that make montana great from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the west but what really makes this place special is you our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. And on the flip side, there's obviously some playmakers on offense. Who sticks out to you? What are you guys kind of expecting on a defensive side? Well, I think you look at the big difference from last year is the change of quarterback. Um is gone and, and Kronowski's back. Um and he's obviously a quarterback that as a young guy led his team to the national championship. So that's they're 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 similar enough where their offense hasn't changed because of him. Um, you know, Isaiah Davis is a, a really good back, you know, and I, I think this time of year they really want to lean on on him probably more than anybody. Um I think, you know, tight end wise, both Kraft and Heinz are really good players. Uh, you know, I think they're both NFL types. They're, uh, you know, blocking wise, they can be dominant and they can be weapons of the pass game. Um, you know, the perimeter of the Aki twins are very impressive as well. So it's a lot of the same faces with the exception of, you know, the quarterback change and they don't appear strong and, and they're really good up front. So, I mean, it, it, rewinding all of that, it probably starts with how good they are. Uh, up front. So, you know, really uh, they're a methodical offense, but they have the capability of, of making big plays. And, you know, it's apparent that they play off each other offense, defense, and um, you know, they're, they don't put their defense in bad situations and vice versa. That's, that's kind of been their way of overcoming some, you know, some challenges so that they've, they've had during the regular season to go undefeated through the Missouri Valley was, you know, just hanging in there in a couple of games they got behind and um, believing that they would ultimately 
it would all work out because they had they had several games where they were challenged in conference and um it's a credit to you know their makeup as a team to be able to find a way to win those games coach from your experience um coaching in brookings what how would you describe that atmosphere well, uh, new stadium as of 16. So I haven't, I haven't been there since the new stadium. I, I know going back to both playing and coaching there through 2013, um, you know, it was always a challenging environment for us. Um, it was one of the few grass fields at the, at the tail end. I know that was probably part of it, um, but they had, they had good teams. I think that's what it, what it's been for, for me over time is that, you know, South Dakota State was always going to have a good team. Uh, they're always going to play hard. And, you know, Coach Stigabayer has been the head coach since I was playing. I was a senior playing when he started as a head coach. So that goes back to my senior year. They beat us down there. Working. <laughs> so um, always challenging. It starts with just they've always had quality teams. And, you know, um, the new stadium, um, I haven't been there in person, but it is a stark contrast from what it was before. And not only for the fans, but I think uh, for the players as well. It looks, looks you know, like their, their surface play played well last week and uh, no, we're looking forward to it. I, I hope uh, a lot of people from, from Montana, from, from our fan base, wherever they're coming from can make the trip to Brookings. Is that front? Uh, do they, are they more, are they always four, three or do they do multiple fronts? Uh, they got some multiple stuff they do um, down distance wise. But if, you know, if you're rolling the ball out there on first and second down, they're going to be, they're going to be four down for the most part. Um, pressure some, uh, but really look to play, just sound physical defense and, and move a little bit um, to, to create some problems for you. But, you know, they're probably, you know, as we've gone through this season now, they would defensively from a scheme perspective, match us more than anybody we've faced. And their quarterback uh, or Holy Cross quarterback having that success in this last game, <laughs> does that give you a little bit more encouragement? Is it something you guys thought you could exploit with your running quarterbacks before that? Well, I, I thought that, I thought he played really well. Um, you know, there was there was some yardage gained on design runs. A lot of it was was scrambling. I, I think to to beat them, your quarterbacks have to play well. Your quarterback has to play well. In our case, quarterbacks. I, I do think that's that's absolutely the case. And I, I think to win games at this time of year, you, you got to have good quarterback play. You know, so um, yeah, there's some, there, I think there's some things we could definitely pull from that. I don't know that getting into well, Holy Cross, you know, was tied in the third quarter and whether they should have been or should have, I don't, you know, subscribing to any of that. Um, I, I don't see anything about, but I just, I think, yeah, they, they did some things. Their quarterback had a really good game uh, defensively. Um, they made it challenging for South Dakota state, but at Holy Cross it was undefeated too. So I think it's, it's credit to Holy Cross a little bit more than saying that, you know, this is some commentary on South Dakota state. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Back to your connection with the head coach at South Dakota State, do you have any other connections within the within the program? Um, coaching staff wise, I have some familiarity, but you know, it was like it was Coach Eck and Coach Schleicher actually went to Idaho that I probably knew better than anyone else. Um, you know, I, 
position coach at Wyoming, who I worked with, was at South Dakota State for a long time. So there's a little bit of ties there. Some of the kids, you know, I recruited that footprint, um, Minnesota, South Dakota, um, while I was at Wyoming. So some of the kids that I would know from recruiting, but yeah, that's about it. Um, third third trip to the Senate House for the Buildings in 2019, not the first one you here for, but mm -hmm. I guess just having that success in the playoffs, what's that going to say for this program that trip? <laughs> Well, I, I think it means uh, come playoff time, um, you know, so that's really the tail end of the regular season. So you're talking mid, mid to late November and then December. You know, we've really, we've been able to to continue to improve. And what does that speak to? That speaks to having good players, but having players committed in the off season to be able to train the right way to, to, to win games late in the year. It's, it's having coaches and players alike throughout uh, fall camp and the season committed to getting better because, you know, a lot of teams uh, change for the worse as the season went along, as went along. And, you know, I think mm -hmm. we look at these three seasons, uh, even independently, I think Montana state's been playing its best football this time of year and, and, you know, I, I think we have the support and the resources that, uh, you know, come this time of year, uh, our expectations should be to continue to be playing, I, I guess. So we're, you know, I'm glad our, our guys have been able to do the things necessary to, you know, keep winning games this time of year. That was a little off the topic of um, the game this weekend. Uh, Sunny Hall and celebration mm -hmm. tomorrow. Will you, your whole team be there? No, um, you know, I don't know that. That would be, I think that'd be fairly overwhelming um, over there. So myself and the captains are going to go, you know, we're obviously in a, a work week that's got a relatively tight schedule. And and I, while I would love for everybody, and I think everybody would would have uh, the uh, want to to go there. I, we have a lot of guys that are in finals as, as well. So, but, but uh, myself and the, and the, the captains will be there. Whether you're in the restaurant business or you just want to host any big event, JMV Restaurant Supply can make sure you have everything you need. JMV Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a Scotty, JMV Restaurant has everything you might need. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. If you can't make it in, JMV also has a great website, jvrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at JMV, your restaurant specialist. Yeah, hi, Coach. A um, couple for me. I think it's fascinating what you're talking about, just the process of of getting better because obviously there's the tangible part of it that's part of the program, right? But also you have to be mentally committed to it too. So what have you thought of your guys' sort of cumulative mental commitment and how do you get that out of a, a whole group of guys? Well, I think I think you got to continue to remind them um, that in the game of football, each week is its own. And – you know, try to make that a mark every week. What can we do to get better this week? And in fact, you know, daily and, and try to create this consistent model and not make it about and who you play, where you play, all that stuff when you play. I think then that allows you to make it about, okay, you know, what am I doing as an individual to get better? And then collectively, what does that allow for with our team? And, and I think, you know, one thing that, is very important is our guys stay committed in the weight room, you know, and, and I think staying strong through the the season is really important. And coach Heron 
um, does a great job with them during the season. I know we talk a lot about the off season with, with our guys and it's not so much about making all these kind of gains necessarily, but it's staying strong. And, and, you know, when guys do get injured, we work them hard to get them back. Um, you know, I think you have to have that mindset as an individual that, um, the end result or the result of the, the team is what it's all about, you know? And I, I think we, we have a group of guys that, are very team oriented. And when you, I don't know, it's, it's, it's our guys understand that. And, and that, uh, you know, I think it, it feeds from our older guys to our younger guys just to go, how, go, how you go about your business on a, on a daily basis. And, you know, I think the results have uh, a, a, the results reflect that, I guess, just the way our guys <laughs> see things. Seems like it, it takes a certain level of, of self-awareness as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think uh, there's a humility that uh, is necessary. You know, I think our guys, you know, being humble and, um, you know, not letting the highs be too high um, is really important. And then you're hungry enough for you. The, the lows um, aren't too low either. I, you know, and that that's a real balance. It's coming out of a game um, like we had in, Back way back in Cheney and saying, "All right, um, we we won that game. Let's let's celebrate that. But all, with, all let's go back to and recognize all the things that we could have improved upon in that game, um, and and so on and so forth through the year. I think, yeah, the self awareness the that comes with being humble and really being able to look at yourself and 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 say, what can I do to get better, and then understand how impactful that is to the 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 sum of everything. And I, I, you know, whether it's the scout team guys continuing to go out there day after day, you know, their buddies playing other teams, I get finals are going home this week, you know, and it's, uh, it's hard going out there and yeah. doing this weeks on end. Um, but those guys understand uh, how important their role is too. And we, we tell them that. And, and so, you know, we got a, yeah, it's a lot between the ears, I, I think, is what you're getting. It's it's certainly the physical component, but it's having the right uh, frame of mind for a lot of a lot of guys. I mean, that's it's hundred plus people being on the on the right uh, right track. South Dakota State, like you mentioned, has been a, a good competitive program for more than ten years. I mean, in the playoffs most years, but this last couple have been their their best. I mean, playing in the national championship in the spring and getting the final four last year. Uh, and now number one in the country. So uh, what do you think of just that dynamic that they are sort of like experiencing this, this national elite for the first time and then sort of, you know, sitting in that driver's seat for the first time? Yeah. Well, I think it's um, their program is a model of consistency when you have a coach that's been there that long. Um, and I, I think, you know, their commitment uh, as a university has continued to grow from, from my vantage point, you know, in particular with the move to FCS um, and, you know, the, the consistent success that they didn't have at the division two level, you know, and I, I think what they've, what they've done more so the last several years is, you know, they're not going to all of a sudden stub their toe two, three times over the course of the season, you know, and, and they've been really, Consistent. They've obviously found ways to beat NDSU, which um, in that conference, you know, is, is you know, does put you um, in the driver's seat. So, you know, they've they've continued to invest. Um, they've had a lot of stability. 
And, you know, I, with that, you recruit just a little bit better. Your talent's just a little bit better, but they haven't lost kind of that, uh, that core of, you know, working hard and outworking people. Cause that's kind of who they, ha- they always were for a long, long time. And, and, you know, um, now you mix a little bit more talent with, with all of that. That's you're getting, you're seeing those results. Hey, coach Stig, I mean, he's been there, like you mentioned for 25 plus years. I mean, how would you categorize just his coaching style and, and his teams? Is there any consistencies from the, the time you've seen it? Well, I think very principled, you know, um, I think year in, year out, in my experience, uh, uh, you know, they were going to be a team, at least when we lined up against them, that uh, we better do things right. We better really execute um, because you, you weren't we weren't going to get them for sure on an off day as far as the effort and everything and even the, the attention, the detail, um, you know, and they've always uh, defensively been principled. And then offensively, they've always, I think, uh, to – from again, from my vantage point, they've been very creative over the years. And he's had a bunch of different guys call plays for him. Um, I think they've always adapted to their personnel very well. Um, you know, so, you know, looking at their offense one year to the next, there might be some fundamental things that are very similar with offensive line play in particular, but you know, their skill has, has varied. And now they're in a position, I mean, they're good at receiver, tight end, running back, all that. So, but I think they've really adapted well and, um, you know, that's, that starts with Coach Stig. I mean, it, it, you know, innovation, I guess, and, and changing with the times, I think has certainly been been part of uh, the way he's approached it. I ask you about your, your seniors every week, but I want to ask you about Callahan O'Reilly because he sat up there after the game and he's like, I don't know if it's going to be my last one or not. So he hadn't really got a chance to to soak it in, but now, now he is. And I think Bill gave a great stat. I think uh, Callahan was like 29 and 2 at home, you know, as a Bozeman kid during his Bobcat career. Pretty cool uh, for him. So, I mean, what have you thought of just uh, the way that he's been able to embrace this opportunity as, as a hometown kid? Well, I think he understands um, – well, I think it's within him, first of all, that it is very important to that he is a Bobcat and he's doing it here in his hometown and representing Bozeman High. And I, I do think that's really important to him. And, and then, you know, he he's um, – he's continued in my time to get better. I think we, you know, we came here and, and he had been a productive player in 19 and he was definitely a guy that we were going to be counting on moving forward. Um, but there was still some, there was some growth on and off the field that, that he needed to have. And, and you know, in, in my time with him, um, boy, he's, he's done that. And some, you know, uh, he has become the leader that we had, uh, they had hoped uh, he's become the playmaker we'd hoped um, he's, he's a very smart individual and, and how he has applied that both to his play and then, you know, his, uh, his leadership um, that doesn't always click for, for guys as they go through, but it definitely has, has for him. And, you know, the, I think he's a, he's an absolute model of what, what you're looking for and uh an in-state hometown guy, a guy that makes the most of his opportunity in every which way. And we have a couple of those, but uh, <laughs> Callahan's really, uh, he's been able to take it all to a different level. This, this is senior year and to be um, the team we want to be, you need guys like him that have these senior years where you say, you know what, that was absolutely his best in every which way. And, and 
you know, without guys taking that step, we wouldn't be where we're at right now. I know you talked about last year's matchup against South Dakota State, but th- that was a signature game uh, for Tommy Mallott. I mean, unbelievable what he did in that game. What do you remember about his, his effort in that? I know you, you believed in him, but I mean, that was kind of the moment he took it all the way to the next level. Yeah, you know, uh, that fast start at Sam Houston was was a little bit of a transformation, but then ultimately putting that that game together where there was so much on his shoulders. Um, you know, you flipped the film in from last year, and um, we were pretty thin at running back. Um, you know, so he was he was our running back. He made some really good throws. Uh, Lance Nate Stewart made some plays on the other end, um, but but Tommy really played a uh, a game that would reflect beyond his his two games of experience really coming into that one. And, you know, he uh, – I in a lot of ways, he was the best player on the field that day. You know, uh, whether it was the design runs, the uh, the throws he made, or then the, the broken plays that he really hurt them with. And, and so, you know, I think uh, they're going to obviously be more aware of who he is and what he can do than, than they were last year. I, I know that, um, you know, I feel better about where we're at health wise. Uh, you know, Isaiah didn't play in that game. Uh, Derek Snell was the other one that hardly played when you flip the film on, uh, on offense, you know, Ty chase didn't play on defense. Um, that's the nature of this, this time of year, I guess, but um, we got more guys. I think we can lean on this year, but yeah, they're definitely going to be aware of what number four can do. And just out of curiosity, sake, I know you're concentrated on your team, but did you see the Sac State Incarnate Word game at all? Well, we got done, and <laughs> by the time I got with the press conference, got in my office, I think it was in the fourth quarter, and you know, we ended up staying up here and watching the rest. And I was walking back to my car, and it was quarter one. I was trying to figure out why I did that, but <laughs> no, uh, crazy back and forth with the, the, all the plays made offensively, the onside kicks. Um, and then just the way it ended with Saxony not giving themselves a chance, um, really was, was crazy. So yeah, it'll be, uh, that's, that's atypical. I think this time of year to see a game that way, um, usually defense and run games, um, take over, but that wasn't the case there in Sacramento. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com apply. Bye.